and welcome to another episode of BJ and Coffee. He's Bill, I'm Jim, we both got coffee, and that was a nice little ASMR start for you. I figured somebody might enjoy that. A <laughs> um, couple of quick things of housekeeping. First of all, you know where to find us, uh, facebook.com slash BJ and Coffee, on Twitter at coffee underscore BJ. Uh, you can email us at BJ and Coffee at gmail.com. Uh, the other big thing, uh, I know we've been dropping on Sundays um, so far. Starting next episode, well, no, I should say next week, um, we are going to be dropping them on Monday morning. And there is a reason behind that. It's called Domestic Tranquility. <laughs> and you're trained there, it's uh, preventing domestic violence. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, you know, and, and honestly, I, I will say this. My wife had a fair point. She said it's the Saturday night is the one evening of the week that we actually get to go out and do something together, and you know, schedule-wise, as far as our works go. So, and, and I get that, and I respect that. But and you I, still have Friday nights, which I don't get. Well, but, hey, not, I'm okay with it. The only reason we don't consider Friday night is because usually, you know, A, uh, somebody has to go to work at 5 in the morning on Fridays. Bill. <laughs> and, I don't know what you're talking and about. And I'm pretty well done by the time we get done. And, you know, the shop doesn't close till her shop doesn't close till six or so on Fridays. By the time we get done with everything, it's like eight o'clock, and I'm ready to just eat dinner and go to bed. So Saturdays be a little bit easier. So yeah, you know, we figure what's you know, it is what it is. And actually, looking at the numbers, it, I don't think it's going to affect our listening that much because it actually might help us more. So who knows? There's. A, now, Mitch, I'm sorry. You're going to have to wait an extra day next week. I apologize, but... <laughs> You'll be all right. Suck it up, Buttercup. It's a small adjustment to make, and my wife will say thank you. Well, I, I <laughs> don't think he listens anyways until Monday morning when he goes to work. Possibly. Well, I don't. He I said, I know one I time... I think that's what he said one time. I, think I, I thought I saw a message from him on a Sunday talking about the episode. I think that's probably like a day that he must have been like really bored and nobody was around. <laughs> that's possible. Um, Sorry, yeah. Mitch. <laughs> anyway, but hey, you know, here's here's a funny thing. I just got vape mail today. I got um, I every once in a while, like here's the thing. New York being what it is, I try to support local businesses. There's a local vape shop I go to every week to get my juice, and I I appreciate them. But once in a while, when I can get, you know. Six times as much juice for fifteen, only fifteen dollars more. I kind of have to run with that. I, I you know, and, and once in a while it's okay. But I ordered, uh, I put my order in at brokedick.com. <laughs> I know that's why. That's one of the reasons I love ordering from them because when I say broke dick, everybody's like what? <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you, if you vape and you're looking for somewhere to order juice online, I would definitely recommend Broke Dick to anybody. Because and this is not sponsored up. This is not no sponsorship. This is my honest opinion. Make sure you turn your vape on, Bill. Yeah. Well. <laughs> five five quick presses of the button turns it on. That do it. No. 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 Try one more time. Did the button flash? I did. The fuck? Maybe it's just that bad. <laughs> That's possible. Um, so anyway, Broke Dick came in today, and I grabbed it on the way here. And of course, I get here, and one of the flavors I ordered was banana cream pie. And of course, Bill went. Bill had a little bit of a 
He got wood over that. <laughs> he's been in a cream pie. I couldn't help. I'm, so, I'm sitting here waiting to fucking try it, but my vape's not fucking working for some reason. The thing is just dead, dead. Well, it will give it another couple minutes. If it still isn't passing over, I'll take a look at it. Um, so, yeah, I got to say, if you broke, it's B-R-O-K-E-D-I-C-K, brokedick.com. The best part is the names, you know, basically they brew, they brew it up in big batches and sell it inexpensively because I understand not everybody has a ton of money. Um, but the names are the best. Ooh, let's get a sponsor from them. Uh, I, I might reach out to them. BGM so I got coffee now sponsored by broke Because we're all broke dicks here. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got uh, strawberries and cream, which is called the first. You've got dollar menu, which is uh, lemon layer cake. Blech. Um, actually it's really tasty. I don't think I'd like that though. I mean the cake part, like that one time you had like birthday cake that was mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Like just the smell of that. Yep. It literally smelled like birthday cake in the fucking room for like hours. <laughs> well here's the thing. Everybody's palate's always gonna be a little bit different. But I've got payday, which is adult milkshake, which I'm not too sure how to describe that one, but it is good. And then uh prepaid, which is mixed berry blend, and I forget what yours is named. Mine is actually uh Banana cream pie. Doesn't it say a different thing on the front, too? Yeah, rotate that around. Oh, no, it's just... Oh, no, yeah, yours is the 15th. Yeah, the 15th, yes. Yes, the 15th and the 1st. The two days in the month, you don't want to go shopping. <laughs> the two days of the month, the grocery stores are crowded. But, yeah, honestly, guys, um, like I said, this is not a sponsored thing. This It all, this is just... Personal opinion, I love their juice, and if you're into dripping or building coils, things like that, um, it vapes really clean on the cotton, so it's good stuff. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Here, let me see that for a second, Bill. It's, it's, not, it's not fucking turning out for some reason. I don't know. Something tells wrong with it. Ugh. So... Bear with us while I do a little maintenance here. Did I break something? I don't think so. Actually, you know what? Let's sit that for a second. Stay. There we go. Well, you listen to us live as I do a little maintenance work here. <laughs> it's weird because um, like it was working, and then like next thing you know, I changed the freaking top, and now it's not working now. No worries. I That's- broke something. It wouldn't be the first time. Eh, oh well. Hashtag headboard. Hashtag, yep, you're right. <laughs> and she's never had a smile like that in a long time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she was saying the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you're going to mean is I'm going to get into my story real fast. Um, actually, believe it or not, my wife sent this uh, sent this to me um, video from TMZ. Um First thing I want, I just want to say, I, I hope all of our listeners actually had a very good uh, Christmas. But uh, this was this was kind of something that I kind of thought was kind of funny. And I'm actually going to title this the real life Robin Hood. Yeah. And the story is actually titled actually stick 'em up Santa 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 arrested after robbing bank spreading Christmas cheer and loot. <laughs> a Santa lookalike pulled a a Robin Hood this week by robbing a bank and then making it rain for the unsuspected uh, pedestrians. David Wayne Oliver uh, surrendered into an academy bank in Colorado Springs, originally threatening a teller with a weapon and left an undisclosed amount of cash. 
The 65-year-old Feck Santa then walked outside and hurled the loot in the air, screaming, Merry Christmas, all, the, the while, while to the, the amazement of people who, who happened to walk by, most of the people who scooped up the money returned it to the bank. Oliver then casually walked to a nearby Starbucks. Hashtag most of the people. Yeah. Oliver then casually walked to the nearby Starbucks where he waited for cops to come and hook him up. Oliver is being held on $10,000 bail and to all a good night. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we'll let it charge for a little bit more. All right. Um, best thing about this story is that, you know, I mean, yeah, he robbed a bank. Yeah. Which is, yes, a felony. <laughs> yeah. Federal, too, I think. I believe, yes, it is. Um, the best part about the story is, is that he didn't keep the money himself. Yeah, I know that kills me. He's like running out there tossing all the stolen money. They go, "Merry Christmas." I mean, my, my question here is: is this is if I was a judge, this would be a tough one for me. I'm not gonna I, lie. I'm not gonna lie. I think it'd be for me too. I think I think I would probably. This is what I think. I, I mean, would, he's gonna get jail time. I mean, you're gonna get jail time no matter what. Yes, especially if there was a I weapon involved. I think if it was me, is I would probably. As a judge, probably tell him, be like, you know what? I'll give you a year in jail in federal prison. Yep. And then after that, probation for, say, the next... Five, ten years. Well, I'll say 15. Well, here, here's, yeah, because here's the thing. If there's a weapon involved, and yeah, I'm sorry, that's where you got to... Now, if he just walked in and said he had a weapon but didn't really have a weapon... Eh, that I'm a little more, but if he actually had a weapon, I, mean, then... I, I would myself. I'd want to see the bank video. Exactly. I mean, it, it, he might have just had his hand in his pocket and in his pockets and making a weapon with his fucking fingers. Fingers, you know. Is that? A, I mean, is that a gun in your pocket? Or are you happy to see me? Is that a gun in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Is that a Glock in your pocket? No, it's two. <laughs> but I mean that's that movie uh, the new Ryan Reynolds yeah, movie coming I out I just uh, I just I don't know how as a judge I would first of all I don't know how I would not be able to stand sit there on the fucking stand and not not laugh my ass off <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't even disagree with that I, uh, I don't even know even as a lawyer I mean a good like a good defensive lawyer yeah that stands behind him like how would you not laugh at that? Exactly. Um, that's. I, just, I, I, um, I think that's the best story it, I think we've ever had. I'd say that definitely is right up there with it. Um, <laughs> I, I can't even. Uh, wow. I, you know, I just, I don't even know what to say. I just, I, I all I can do is laugh. Um, like I say, Santa Claus. If there's Real a weapon, life Robin Hood. Yeah, if there's a weapon involved, okay, there's going to be some issues with that. But if there's no weapon involved, uh, you know, somebody had a good, better Christmas. Because <laughs> remember, it said most of the people returned the money. Well, the thing is, it says undisclosed amount, so they don't even they didn't even tell you how well, much money was taken. No, they don't. You'll you'll notice that very very rarely do they ever say how much money was stolen from a bank robbery. 
There's yes. a reason for that. <laughs> they don't want to give people the wrong idea. <laughs> I, I, you know, and if that was me, I don't even know if I could even. I mean, a part of me would, yeah, would be like, I want to, I want to return this money to the back of the bank. <laughs> the other part of me would be like, well, I mean, God damn, like I just picked up a couple hundred dollars, man. I could, I could finish my Christmas shopping, and it didn't cost me anything out of my paycheck. That's what I'm saying, like. Uh, what do you what do you do? You, you you give it back to the bank or do you just secretly put it in your pocket and walk away? Yeah. Um but it, you know, it's one of those I, things. I got a great idea. Let's have our listeners chime in and you know reach out and tell us what would you do if somebody did this and you were one of the pedestrians. Exactly. Um so if you want to tell us what you would do with the money. Feel free. Feel Hit free. us up on Facebook. Uh hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on email. Let us know what you think about that. I think it'll be. I'm curious to see what people have to say. To be honest with you, I would too. Um, I mean, that was that's kind of amazing. Sorry. Speaking of Twitter, I, I got to tell you, I, I've had an interesting. The last month or so has been really interesting. Um, I am a huge, huge. I love to read. Um, let me go back a little bit here. No, you listen to audiobooks. There's a well, no, between reading and listening to audiobooks here. I'll get to that. Hold on. Hold, hold your horses for a second. I'm backing up a little. I got a buster ball a little as, bit. As a kid, I grew up in the country. There wasn't a lot of other kids around where I grew up. So you my, just weren't liked. Actually, well, I was well liked. <laughs> the ladies loved me. No. That's what she said. Um, but growing up, there wasn't a lot of other kids around, and if I didn't, if I got tired of beating the crap out of my brother, I would have to find something to occupy myself. And back in the seventies and into the eighties, you didn't have a whole lot, so it was books. And I became—I've always been a very right. avid reader. Oh God, no! Kidding. I honestly, I have no complaints whatsoever. And I, between the collection I have at home and the collection. I still have it at my parents' house. <laughs> I have a veritable lending library um, of books I've read over the years. The These days, it's a lot tougher to find the time to sit down and crack a book. So, yes, I love my audiobooks because I can listen to the book. And the best part, I have the ability to retain the information when I listen, which is nice. But I got to tell you, there's very few times over the years have i run across writers who have characters like a main character a protagonist that i can really relate to like just attitude wise most of what i read is like sci-fi fantasy alternative history type stuff which is pure escapism but so i, I can't say oh yeah I, I can relate to that character because i go out and kill orcs and demons every day <laughs> but as far as their attitude that's where it really comes in i, I you know some of these characters and some of them are so well written, like as many years as I spent as an EMT, there's like one series that I'm not going to get into right now, but their main character, I mean, the way the author writes the books, I'm like, I get it. I totally get it because, you know, I understand where you're coming from on it because I've been there. And I made the bag. <laughs> yes, it I did. I made the bag. I didn't make the fucking garbage can. I made the bag. You got it in your sack. Yes. <laughs> and sorry. So probably about four or five years ago, I had reached out to this one author just to ask some questions about, you know, how did you come up with how you approach this? Just out of curiosity, because, you know, I just and I told her, I said it really resonates. And this is why and I'm just curious what your thought process was when you approached this. Never heard anything back. I mean, honestly, to be totally honest, never expected to either. Um, 
But recently, I've gotten into a series, a couple of different series on Audible. God, we should get Audible as a sponsor, too. But anyway. Would that mean that I would have to start reading? No, you don't have to. I'll take care of it all. Believe me, I can go through plenty of books in a month. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. I, I got well, into... I could, too, if it was, like, autobiographies. Like, I... Well, like, that's the like, thing. Like, no, like, don't get me wrong. I, like, I don't mind reading. It's just, like... I'm the type of person that, like, I believe in, like, true stories or, like, uh, autobiographies. Audible has it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like to know about, like, people's lives. Yeah. That's and you can find that on Audible. I actually, one of the, the first book I got with Audible was, um, it was a bio, it was a semi-biography, but it was about uh, Arthur Conan Doyle and how he created Sherlock Holmes and who he drew from to create the character and a, a lot of that. So it was a semi-biography, but it was real life. So it was actually pretty cool. Uh, but they've got, I mean, they've got all that. And they're also a non-sponsor, just like our favorite coffee, Death Wish Coffee. You know, I can't not Love mention my them. Death <laughs> I, was I actually, will stab motherfuckers so I can steal my shit. I was actually talking about Death Wish this morning. Oh, shit. I'm tangenting again. Let me come back to Death Wish. So anyway, this one author, and I'm, I'm going to say John Hartness, John G. Hartness. Um, the first one of his I found is called the Bubba the Monster Hunter series. And it made me laugh because Bubba is a deep south redneck monster hunter. Like, you know, like the title says. But the attitude is very irreverent, very devil may care, very fuck this and fuck everything else. Very much like me. And I really enjoyed it. So as I progressed through the Bubba series, then I, I moved on to his Quincy Harker series, which is, again, you know, it's it, they're all set in modern-day America, modern-day world. You know, we've got all the regular cities, states, and all that. The only difference is they, you know, it works on the assumption that your vampires, your demons, your elves, and all that are, are real and exist. Um, so just to, to the setting, but... I reached, I, I saw he was on Twitter, so I checked him out on Twitter, and I was following along. And it, I, I mentioned last week that we had a really great conversation about politics. Well, this past week, since the last episode, I actually wasn't sure where to head next. I was like, my, my Audible credit hit, and I was like, oh, what do I want to grab next? And so I, I tweeted to him. I said, this is where I'm at. Where do I go next? He sent me an answer. Excuse me. Told me this, how how to read, you know, what to follow in order. He uh, then another author chimed in and said you should check this out. So I actually found out that um, there's a podcast, a podcast, go figure, uh, called Authors and Dragons, which is basically a bunch of off fantasy authors sitting around playing Dungeons and Dragons. Dude, it's fucking hysterical. It is fucking hysterical. And John Hartness is one of the people on this, at least in the first episode. And then I found out he's got a YouTube series for his publishing company about writing. So, I mean, there's just all this. Now, it, we actually have gotten into conversations. I've talked to him on Facebook. Just a genuinely nice guy. And I will say this. My hat's off to you, sir, and thank you from a fan for taking the time to actually, you know, throw a few words my way. I mean, it, and it's not, I'm not doing this for, I'm not saying this for anything. It's not sponsored, none of that. But from somebody who's read, God, more fucking books than I can count. I mean, I can easily say I've read over a million books. I have, I have no problem saying I've read over a million books in my life, easily. Um, 
I can blow through books. I, I, I speed read, but I don't speed listen. Apparently, that's a, a thing now. You can crank your audible speed up. And my son apparently said that he and his friend were having a competition who could listen faster and retain the most information. And apparently, I got it for like two times speed. And I'm like, fuck that noise. One time is good enough. I listen for enjoyment, not for speed. Now, when I'm reading, I do speed read. But that's a whole different story. Um, the... But yeah, I'm throwing it out there because I just love the fact that somebody... That must be a Syracuse thing, because I'll tell you right now, man, when I read, I read slow. No, it's it's not... Because you're just like my wife. She sit there, and I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I'm still reading, and she's like, can you scroll up, please? I'm like, I'm still fucking reading! <laughs> well, everybody reads at different speeds, and that's, like, for me, I've never actually tested to see how fast I read. I know there's, there's tests to do that, but... Um, I mean, but to have an God author, damn, somebody was so good. Fucking, I already drank a whole, oh, whole fucking cup. We're gonna have wired bill today, <laughs> but you know, it's better than drunk bill. Yes, I will say, Mister Hartness, Mister Hartness, thank you, just thank you, because honestly, I want to let you know that the fact that you took time to talk to a fan, um, it's appreciated, and you know, I one of these days I'm gonna get to a point where I actually have time to sit down and read a book, and I, I think. His books are ones I'm going to pick up in hard copy because... That's if I don't call you a hundred times. Well, you know, that too. Um, I have like 18 voicemails. They all say Bill next to him. <laughs> I usually have a lot of fucking good ideas, god damn it. <laughs> Dude, why call when a text will do it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> because my texts half the time don't ever make sense half the time. Everybody knows that. Well, he's got a point. <laughs> um, That's why I hate... I'm not going to lie. I fucking hate texting. I used to, but well, I'll get back to that in a minute. I got a few things to get back to now. But yeah, so Mr. Hartness, thank you. I, and I, I know I, I hit you on Twitter to say uh, we'd be talking about you again today. But if you listen to this, thank you very much. Um, if you don't, still thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so thank you for writing some awesome books that I actually can relate to the character on and just thank you for being an awesome person. It's really is appreciated. So that I just had to throw that out there. Cause it's, to me, that's just, especially this time of year to have like somebody quote unquote famous. Cause I don't know if famous is the right word. Um, I would say he's famous because I think he writes great stories and boom. Uh, but to have somebody famous like that actually interact with you, like, like, a you know, just like anybody else would, I think that's pretty fucking cool. Now, if we get William fucking Shatner to do that, that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, I don't think it's happening either. I've but. heard a lot of bad stories. Like, don't get me wrong, I like William Shatner as an actor, but from what I've been, from what I've been being told by like several people the last few weeks, yep. Um, because I'm the type of person I, you know, I mention the podcast and yep. you know, and I tell people about it and stuff like that, and they want to know if like you know. If, Hey, um, who are you guys trying to get as a guest? And I said, well, one, we're, we've been trying to work with, trying to get William Shatner on the show. And uh, they're like, oh, that's awesome. But just let so you know, he's a dick. <laughs> well, I, and, and Mr. And Shatner, I was like, no please, offense, but please come I, out and prove them wrong. I'm like, well, please come out and prove them wrong. But that's what I'm hearing. And I, I mean, I, it's just rumors. So don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. Um, so let me flip back to Death Wish, because of course we're drinking Death Wish coffee, and Bill's making his second cup, which means Wired Bill's coming out later. Uh, don't spill the popcorn this time. 
I was actually talking this morning. Obviously, I, I got a bunch of fucking boxes that I just got from Christmas from Free Bull, so I'm good. Nice. <laughs> um, so this morning, uh, I went actually, as Bill can tell, but nobody else can. I had to stop in to get my hair cut this morning. I had to go see Frank the barber. I'll tell you, Frank's the shit. <laughs> yeah, get a little shorter on one side than the other. That's okay. Just let so you know. He always says he gets. He doesn't get bad. He gets uneven. <laughs> that's really uneven. Yeah, fuck it. I'll look in the mirror later. <laughs> you might want to have my wife fix that for you because that kind of looks fucked up. I'll look in the mirror. <laughs> um, but anyway, well, then again, considering the yeah. Well, this morning I was walking one of the borders, and Wilbur is a small dog with a lot of attitude. And Frank was standing outside his shop, and he goes, Hey, what do you got there? I said, It's a Frank. He says, You mean like a wiener dog? I said, No, like a Frank. Small with a lot of attitude. Because <laughs> he's a short guy. <laughs> and, and, of course, he flipped me off. And I said, You got another one of those? He flips me off with the other one. And I said, Now stick him up your ass and walk on your elbows. And so, yeah, if it's a little uneven, that's probably my fault. <laughs> but I'll tell you, what Frank does is he does the straight razor finish and that is so hard to find these days um i love the straight razor on the back of the neck that just i don't know to me that's what finishes off the haircut um let's so, see either this is really fucking dead or something's broken on it uh, it could be a shitty tank too um they happen once in a while but anyway let me get back oh so yeah i was over there getting my haircut we were talking about death wish coffee and uh, Frank's like, eh, I don't drink coffee much. I was like, oh, I, you know, this is why you don't do good haircuts, Frank. And he's just, you're lucky you're already out of the chair. <laughs> but oh, let's well, see. I gotta say, um, about uh, last weekend, um, yeah, it was last weekend, right? I don't know. I don't know what you're going, where you're going with this. So yeah, it was last weekend before we did the podcast. We had a small get-together at my house. Okay, yeah, we yeah. Friends. That was before we did the holiday episode. Yes. Um, we had a, we had a few friends over, um, <clears throat> and um, everyone was like, oh, we want coffee, we want coffee. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're out of fucking coffee grounds. I'm like, so I can't can't give them the fucking Folgers. And I don't, death wish coffee. And, I, and, and, I, and I'm the type of guy, I'm kind of like, no, I don't really like to share my death wish. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I keep some Wegmans coffee, cup, coffee K-cups at the house just for company. So, my wife came downstairs, grabbed the curry machine from our podcast room, grabbed the K-cups, came upstairs, and I looked at her, I'm like, and she's like, this is okay, right? And I said, well, I guess it's going to have to be because we're out of fucking Folgers. <laughs> so we actually literally made a cup of coffee for a couple of our friends, and I said, so how's that coffee, by the way? And they're like, actually, this is really delicious. What is it? I said, it's Death Wish coffee. Yep. And they're like, this is actually really good coffee. I said, they're like, where is it out of? I said, believe it or not, they're out of Round Lake, Lake New, York. New York. They're like, no shit. I said, yes. I said, so a local company making some amazing fucking coffee. Oh, fuck yeah. So, you know, one of these days maybe we'll get us. They're our non-sponsor for now. And like I said, <laughs> if somebody keeps stealing my fucking Death Wish fucking coffee. They have a Death Wish. <laughs> they have a goddamn Death Wish. So. Hashtag X. Husband, your ex-husband just needs to leave your coffee alone. No, not my ex-husband. <laughs> my wife's ex-husband needs to leave that fucking coffee alone. Oh, <laughs> um, come downstairs, man! An eighteen fucking boxes fucking open. I'm like, I just bought that box, and I know damn well I didn't open it. The um, interesting news this week. Now I have to admit, 
Um, when I read this story, I read the byline first. And what story is this one? Um, this would be our, our favorite nepotism story. I'm yeah. going to bring it up. Favorite nepotism? Are you talking about the fucking police department? Yes, I am. Oh, fucking A. I will talk about them. You don't have to. No, I'm putting my two cents in this. I don't give a fuck. Okay. So I have to admit, when I saw that uh, this Chris Baker wrote this story, now I've read the drivel this man has written in the past. And he's he, a fucking twit. Well, he, he writes with very strong Democrat bias. He's a fucking twit. And the interesting thing he was, he was at the last village board meeting and he was talking to me and he was just he he was just like poking and poking and poking. Finally I looked at him, I said, dude, if you want to be a journalist, you need to write a, a nice clean story that doesn't have that super strong lean like that's you because, tend to. That's because he's seen your videos. Yeah, well, he also I I, I, I called I call, called him out with that and then walked away, because that's just how you do. I might drop the motherfucker. <laughs> but I will say this story is actually very well written. And I will I will call somebody out when they're being a dipshit. But I will also give props when somebody does well. And he did very well. This is a very well written, even-handed story. The, um, the interesting thing is um, the... Hold on one second. Well, when you get down into that one part, I've got to tell you something that um, I haven't told you yet. <laughs> The, you know, now the village of Salve's employee handbook says that specifically you cannot have family members working in a position where other family members are overseeing them. Now, some people blown a fit because the mayor's brother is a police officer. However, what they don't realize is the mayor has absolutely zero control over the police department. Uh, that's just, that's how it's written up in the village. All they do is approve the funding and the hires, and that's pretty much it. And that's all handled by the police department itself. It's essentially an independent. But also, too, if you also look, the his brother was there. Ten years before he became mayor. Ten years before he became member of mayor. Yep. But also, he had also had left and then came back. And he came back before Derek was even even sworn in. Yep. Sorry, Mayor. Sorry, not Derek. Well, Derek Baiki is the mayor. Yes. It is what it is. Um, here's. Um, go, go ahead and actually read that story with us. Well, I, I'm I'm not going to read the whole thing because there's there's a few things I want to touch on here. So basically, what they want to do is take this kid who's a recent high school graduate who took the civil service exam, bypass the other 28 pages of candidates ahead of him. And hire him because he's the chief's son. Wait, wait. He also only scored a seventy. Right. Um, which is the, the the lowest you can score in the pass. The lowest score you can actually get in pass. Now, there's a few things. Um, he says there was two. Uh, the chief apparently said there was only two potential candidates. Now, I have to question that part just because there's 29 fucking pages of candidates altogether. Uh, that's like start to finish, 29 fucking pages. Well, hold on, though. Real fast on this, real fast. Lisa called them. My wife. Yep. I did my own little investigation on this whole fucking story bullshit thing. Yep. Lisa called them. Out of the 29 pages, there might be 20 that scored 100. 100. Yep. There might be 50 that scored a 90. Yep. There might be 10 that scored 80. Mm-hmm. 85, don't forget that. Uh, 85. So there might be 10 that scored 85, 10 that scored 80, and then the rest all scored 70s. Yep. Now, they have to go through all of those first. Yeah. 
They can't just go. That's and that's New York State civil service <clears throat> law. They, you can't just go to the bottom of the list. Oh, you can't pick and choose. You like can't that. just say, okay, well, I interviewed the top three. Now I'm gonna go to the bottom of the list. No, it doesn't work that way. If the top three don't like the position because of the pay, you have to go to the next three that are in line, and so on and so on. Now, now I'm gonna throw this out there. One of the trustees, Mr. John Craig, who actually brought it up in the first place is quoted in the newspaper saying, I'm torn between what I feel in my heart, a sense that the gentleman would be a good fit, with what our legal team is telling us uh, is the way we should go. Okay, here's the thing. If you pay a fucking lawyer to look at shit and tell you how whether or not it's fucking legal, and you're going to go against what they fucking say, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, well, if I hired a lawyer... if here's I the, Here's the thing. First of all, in that article, he lied to the people. Oh, no, no, no doubt. Okay. Now, okay, I'm, I'm just going to put it up. This is the village we live in. Yes. Okay. He lied to the people because he's the one who put that on the agenda at the last fucking board meeting in December. Yep. So now you want to go ahead and go on the fucking, the media, and talk with the media and say, well, my, my heart's torn. Yeah. You, you know, motherfucker, you just lied to the people. Yeah. Lied. There's, you know, it's very clear cut. It's black and white. There's no even shades of gray in this. You know, it's wrong, and honestly, as it was made clear by somebody it's at the wrong. last meeting... It's wrong in many fucking ways. Well, here's the thing. It was, was made very clear by somebody at the last meeting. It is grounds to have any citizen file a complaint with Supreme Court and have that trustee removed for voting for it. Any one of those that voted yes on, that votes yes on this, when if it comes up in the next board meeting... It's a, it's a clear violation. It's a clear and violation to get, of immediate removal... From actual office, yes. Yeah, and it's a clear violation of the village handbook. It the legal team has said it we're, can't we're be done. Not, we're, the thing is, is yes, okay, the handbook, yes. The other thing that we're not that no one has even looked at or even has mentioned in this is the okay, state requirements. Is the state requirements, which I did. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even getting that far because we don't even have to go up that far. It doesn't I mean, even have to I, go that far. It doesn't have to go that far. The thing was, is I literally sat down last night. Actually, I was on the phone with Jim last night looking this up last night. Okay. Yep. So yes, everyone wants to know why I call Jim maybe twenty times a fucking day. <laughs> this is the reason why. Yep. Okay. I was on the phone with you last night for what thirty minutes? Uh, pretty close to that. Yeah. Before you had to go to dinner with your wife, I believe it was. Yes. Uh, well, we ran into everybody at dinner. <laughs> exactly. Jim goes, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm doing my research." Like I always do every fucking goddamn night. <laughs> because this just pisses me the fuck off. I was gonna say if we were okay. gonna waive all the requirements, shit, I would have taken the test, scored you know, scored better New than York that. New York State requires before you are hired to be a police officer, you have to take Phase one. Phase one police academy, which is the basic training portion of it. Yep. Which is phase one. You want to be a police officer. And that's on your own dime, too. That's exactly. nobody paying for There are some agencies that will hire you as a probationary officer, you know, and put you through the academy. But you don't get paid for that shit. Mm, well, yes, there, there is. Yes, 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 yes. You don't, you aren't working on the street. You are literally. It, it does state that you can, you're not going to get your full pay. You don't get paid at all. Well, the, I because I reached out to a couple oh, friends there in the sheriff's okay. department. The sheriff's the Onondaga County it, Sheriff's Department will sponsor people through the. They will say, "Here's your your uh, your uh, what's the fucking word I want? 
Here's your pending years. job offer. Yep. You must complete phase one for that to to ex finally accept that offer. But we're going to sponsor you through this. We'll pay for it. But if you fail out, you owe us the money. And then your job offer is gone. And that's how that works. But that's a big department. That's a whole county. The city of Syracuse, I believe, does the same thing as well. Mm -hmm. And again, that's a big department with a lot of money. Well, the city's fucking broke, but that's a whole different story. Um, but in a village like this, there is no extra money for stupid shit like that. No. I'm sorry. It ain't happening. And not to mention the, you know, the whole nepotism thing and everything else. So, you know, Mr. Craig can be torn all he wants, but you still have to act in what the legal fashion is. I took out the phone with you last night. I did one thing even bigger yet. What'd you do? I made a phone call to John Craig. Really? Oh, no. spill beans. I'm waiting for a phone call back. He has not returned my phone call yet. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> so now everyone's probably like wondering, what are you going to ask him? My question for John Craig is, is why are we supporting a legal, illegal uh, hire for a police officer in the village of that we live in. Exactly. Um, and like I said, I I honestly don't think I'm going to get a phone call back because I'm sure he probably knows why I'm calling him. Um, so, John, or if anyone that is on that board actually listens to this podcast or anybody that listens to this podcast that knows John Craig, tell them to re return my phone call. <clears throat> yep. And don't worry, we won't air it. And don't worry, I won't air this. But... If you want to show transparency, <laughs> dude, it's about as transparent as a, me fucking a fucking can call of oil. Because you oil. know what? I believe, I believe, a few months back, back in I think it was either October, or November. If you have a problem in this village, I believe they said before you bring it to a board meeting, you should get a hold of your trustee and your ward. Well, due to the fact that John Craig is the trustee in my ward. Yep. I thought I'd try to reach out to him. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> so I just had to address that. I mean, I I guess I'm I'm waiting for a phone call back, and, uh, you know, it'd be kind of nice if I got that phone call right now. That's what I have to say about that. That's what I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, lordy. So apparently Domino's is looking for a new CFO, uh, Chief Financial Officer. Yeah, there you go. Uh, apparently, oops, hang on, uh, David, and, and this is actually not a good story, um, David Bauernfiend, I think I pronounced that right, unfortunately died Thursday in a tragic accident while vacationing with his family, so our thoughts go out to his family and the whole Domino's family, you know, it, you know, but, you know, it, it's, it's sad to say, but if they're going to be looking for a new CFO, like, we'll let the qualified people know, I mean, if you're not qualified, we'll let you know, we just let you know. There you go. Um, exactly. He was snorkeling in Mauritius, a country located off the eastern coast of Africa. Damn. I want that job if I can have the kind of money to go places like that. Shit. Me too. Uh, God damn. The, he was, um, let's see. He was with his wife and daughter, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. It really didn't say a lot of details other than the fact that he died on a snorkeling adventure. But, you know, we're sorry to hear, and uh, we wish you know, our thoughts are with the family there, because 
Yeah, that, that always sucks. I got our, uh, our thin line family story, by the way. Is it the video that we shared earlier? It is. So if you start crying, oh, dude. I'm, I'm going to call you a little bitch. You know what? I, I will say straight up when it comes to dogs, that's one of the few animals it's, in general. Hey, it's actually a reverse story. That's why I'm going with it. it it's a, it is a beautiful story. And it's so, so this, this, um, this family, uh, decided to go out and buy a, I want to say a officer. Um, he's, with the canine unit in his department. I'm not sure what department it is. I believe I put the story on our uh, Facebook page. Um, he's with the canine unit in his department. Um, but this family decided to go out and buy him a Christmas gift after losing his canine partner. Um, they found a, a uh, <clears throat> place that, believe it or not, it's called, uh, what's it called, Jim? I think, you got the story over there? Uh, I do not at the moment, no. Um, it's, a uh, they do stuffed animals that look like your actual pet. Yes. Um, I'm not sure the actual name of it. Um, you can probably go on our Facebook page and see it there. Like I said, I believe I did post it, uh, last night when I got this. Or what was the sent one? Well, I found it and I sent it to everybody. Um, that's part of the podcast. Um, anyways, this family went out and bought him a gift. And the gift was, believe it or not, a stuffed animal made of his actual canine unit who had passed away yeah um, so it looked like his canine so partner. it actually looked like his canine partner um this officer accepted the gift unwrapped it opened the box and there it was his canine partner as a stuffed animal um, um very beautiful story actually uh, very uh heartfelt and cuddle uh, corner it looks like you know, and, name of the and, company. And, and just to actually watch the video of it, to actually see an officer cry, um, I think really touched, uh, I know it touched Jim's heart, touched mine, um, and uh, I'm sure it'll touch a lot of others. Because, um, you know, we're all about, you know, our, our thin line families, and uh, that's kind of a reverse reverse story. Um, usually it's, we're talking about, you know, police officers or pretty that are usually giving back to the community. In this case, it was a family that gave back to a uh, actual uh, officer, and uh, to see something like that uh, was just touching. Yeah, the um, a lot of people don't realize that um, canine officers and their officers with you know in the canine group department or the canine side of things. Canine unit. Yeah, the canine unit officers and their canine partners are. They have a very deep bond there, and anybody that's ever had a true, you know, anybody that considers their their cat or dog to be a family member versus just a, a pet that lives there, will understand this. And that is something that you know you can't. Ah, fuck! I'm gonna get all emotional now. <laughs> I was too, just you know, ten, but but I I wanted to let people know about it. I mean, I think that was the, the best story so far, and. Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, if I got a stuffed animal that looked like one of our dogs that had passed, it, it would be emotional is probably the safest word I can use. Shit, I'm getting all teary now. And I don't mind admitting that. Um, I, I was too when I was just finishing the rest of that story. I mean, it's... It, it's but that's stuff that people need to know. They need yeah. to see. And it's, it's awesome to see a community, you know, reach out to the officer like that. That is awesome. Exactly. 
And one other thing, I want to say, uh, actually, believe it or not, I want to say congratulations to uh, Joey Payne. He's a longtime Super Modified driver at the Oswego Speedway. Congratulations to him and his girlfriend for getting engaged this weekend. Um, funny story was, go check it out on our Facebook page. I shared it. Um, it was actually at a race that Tony Stewart had won in a midget car. And uh, during Tony's interview, uh Joey Payne came out and actually asked his girlfriend to marry him. So congratulations to uh, both them on their engagement. And, uh, you know, as long as you guys are happy and healthy, you know what? Enjoy your guys' life. Um, and, Joey, I hope to see you back at Oswego Racing again, buddy. Yeah, that was I, – I had a laugh because when Tony Stewart said he's like, I'm in second place, I'm going to have to wreck somebody to win this so he can propose to him. And I was like – I was dying. I was like, that's fucking hysterical, man. That's like something I would say. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was just – it was amazing <clears throat> to see, you know, a, NASCAR, a former NASCAR driver and car owner uh, to do something like that. Uh, it, it was just amazing. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, shit. I turned my phone. I, I, I slept my phone. I got, I got a story. I got to pull back up. Oh, there it is. Um, uh, man, this is happening in Oswego County, actually. Um, is this the goat fucker? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought everyone would love a good joke. Well, <laughs> tell the story, then I'll, I'll say why I'm laughing so hard. Man, man accused of sexually abusing goat in a Swiggle County. Which is not appropriate by any stretch of the imagination. No. It, it, no, just don't, people. Rich, just don't. Richland, New York. A man has been charged with sexually abusing a goat in a Swiggle County, according to the Swiggle County Sheriff's Office. Uh, John H. Uh, Tib Tibblas? I hope I said that name right. 20 of doesn't fucking matter of, anyway. Of 1664 County Route 2, Richland was arrested Monday and has been accused of having sexual contact with a goat. And sheriff's officers confirmed the sex abuse complaint was made in the what? town of Richland. Jose has been charged with sexual misconduct and a a misdemeanor. I, As of Friday afternoon, <laughs> he remains in the Swigel County Jail in lieu, jail in lure of $2,500 cash or $5,000 bond. He. I he just slated can't. to appear in Orwell Town Court on January 8th, Deputy said. Okay, now here's why I'm laughing. It's not because the subject is funny, but anybody, uh, if you ever watched Super Troopers, the first one. Yeah. Excuse me, bear fucker. <laughs> and it's all I can think of is like some cop walking up and going, excuse me. Goat fucker. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. There's 769 comments. Should we go through these real fast? Oh, my. Wait. Is this on Syracuse.com? Yes, it is. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's go through them. I, I got to see what people have to say. <laughs> oh, fucking A. I love a Swiggle County. Don't go changing, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it classy, Oswego County. Uh, that that only happens in Pennsylvania and West Virginia. Now, West Virginia, you get to marry your family members. So your aunt, mom, and uncle, dad. This is what happens when you watch too many reruns of the 1990s Goat Boy spoof of on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, boy. Only in a swingo. Only in a swingo. So proud. Makes me glad I live, don't live in Oswego County. <laughs> now I can see why Oswego County is such a Republican stronghold. Look at the me mentality of its citizens. Oh, that was just wrong. Yeah. That was just wrong. Obviously a fucking Democrat. Apparently. 
Bastards. <laughs> I just came here for the comments, but as long as I'm here, a Swigo man double double <laughs> double dips. <laughs> I, I can't. Oh my god. I can't even, I'm not even reading that one. Fuck that shit. Because then he goes on about fucking Syracuse Horchman. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, this dude is pretty much a of the Epstein's of Oswego County, <laughs> bet he ends up dead because because there's a lot of others that that are worried where he's going going to snitch. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. <laughs> Hashtag Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. So much for whatever happens in the barn stays in the barn. Well, you gotta leave the barn door closed, then it stays in the barn. <laughs> uh, must be Slim's pick. Must be Slim Pickings in Oswego County. Uh, I've been to Oswego County. It is. Yeah, I, I was married to a girl in Oswego County. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> can't imagine being the person who caught him. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> coat fucker. <laughs> oh my God, this is wasted. I, I seriously, I could not be like walking up on someone that's like trying to go at it with a fucking coat. I never understood that. It just, I just, I mean. I understand the whole, I understand that there's a, it's a thing some places, but I just, I don't get it. I truly do not get it. There is nothing about an animal. Here's, that, here's my thought. By any chance, did he become a Muslim? That's not very nice, Bill. <laughs> I actually have a couple of good friends who are Muslim and that they're not. Uh, yeah, I better not go with that joke. I, yeah. I apologize. That that was kind of wrong to me. That, did he did he join the Taliban by any chance? They're camel fuckers, not goat fuckers. I thought they were goat fuckers. Maybe they are. <laughs> They're saving themselves for the seventy two. Oh, I can't say that either. God nope. damn it. <laughs> Never mind. I apologize. That was kind of rude of me. The um, you know, it, it's I just can't. No, <laughs> wait, I can't. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Jesus. I think I got the best one yet. And then I'm done reading these comments. Other ghosts are now coming forward with additional <laughs> accusations. Tom Brady is scheduled to speak on behalf of his community tomorrow night at 6 p.m. on C-SPAN. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and the mic has been dropped. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I'm done. I'm done. That's the last one. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry for all you Tom Brady lovers out there. He's now a goat fucker now, too. <laughs> Wait, never mind. Everybody does call him the goat. Oh, I see where that went. Yeah. <laughs> you caught up eventually. Uh, yeah. That's why you're not the race car driver. <laughs> That's why I'm a crew chief and the owner. Um, oh, my Lord. I was, I'm going to wrap back around to the vaping thing for a second. Mine's still not fucking working out. We'll figure it out. Um, we'll, we'll get it figured out. Um, so, last week, I think as of the 26th, this past week, um, federal law was passed that changes the minimum age to buy "quote unquote" tobacco products to 21. Which um, I don't see a problem with that. I really don't. I'm on two sides with this. Now, when they say tobacco products, is calling cigarettes, cigars, pipe tobacco, chewing tobacco, vaping products, the whole shebang. Now. I'm of two very distinct minds on this. I don't see an issue with 18 plus um, for the very simple fact that, and I think that the drinking age should be 18 as well, but that's, again, my thoughts, because if you can sign well, up. The problem was, was the reason why they had, when they moved the actual age for drinking from 18 to 21 was, and, and I actually did look this up, 
Um, so they claim. Yeah, well, I actually did. Um, the reason why no, they, they claim, not you. Oh yeah. The reason why they actually raised they raised that age up um, was because the rate of yeah the fucking health are back on again. Yes. Um, the youth drinking. They, I get it. Yeah, I know. Um, I've got too much coffee already. The here here's the thing though. Right now, we still average forty five hundred to five thousand deaths a year from underage drinking. Well, yeah, but, raising but the drinking age didn't of, change that. Well, I I get that, but the problem is, is if you actually look at the actual statistics of what it was when they were eighteen, it's actually hasn't it was changed. actually it was a little higher. It's actually hasn't changed at all over time. Uh, I don't know. The, um, the study that I was looking at said it, it has yeah. it, it it has dropped considerably than what it was but the but here's the thing at 18 you can sign a paper and go die for your country but you can't vape smoke or drink i have an issue with that and i'm not even correction correction real fast on this one what's that you do realize that they have bars on fucking military bases still you're not supposed to be able to go in if you're not of 21 you have a lot of those bartenders. Oh, so I'm not arguing you, that. You part. have a lot of those bartenders that work at those fucking bars, and they tell you, you know what? You're old enough to fucking serve. You're old enough to fucking drink. Uh, you know, and I don't just, and that's the thing, is that, and I'm not saying that people don't dis- disregard the rules. Because you know damn well they're doing that on military bases. You yeah. know damn well they're doing I, Oh, I know. But here's the point, is that. Give me, I was a firefighter for fucking four years. Guess who was drinking at the age of fucking 18? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not arguing Actually, that point. Actually, no, sorry. I was 17 when I fucking first started, and guess who was drinking? I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying. Here, what I'm saying is that, you know, once you walk off that base, you're and fucked. I'm not giving any details of what department I was in. Uh, but, and, and here's the other thing. You've got these 18 to 21-year-olds who may have started smoking at a young age and found that vaping was how they got away from the cigarettes, and now they're kind of fucked for the next couple of years. Well, I mean, I, I'll admit, I started, I started smoking when I was like 16. Um, Dude, I started at 15. And then, before there was an actual age restriction on it at all. And and you know, and, and now I'm I'm trying. I, I've been doing it very slowly of getting into vaping. Um, I noticed when I was doing vaping, dude, almost snails every day, move faster than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm messing up. with you. I'm messing with you. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Yes, I am. But you've taught me well, young master. <laughs> you have learned well, young grasshopper. But uh, I mean. I've noticed when I was vaping more than I am now, my smoking decreased. Yes, because you're satisfying your body's need for the nicotine. Um, but I also noticed that if I tried to quit cold turkey, because I tried this one time. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, and everyone would be like, no, that's that's impossible. Nothing's impossible. No, it's... I literally tried it for two weeks. I tried cold turkey for two weeks. Uh, my last week that I tried it, I was literally laying in bed one day, freaking trying to go to bed, and I was fucking, literally had like tremors like you wouldn't fucking believe. Yep, it's called withdrawal. And I literally, um, I had, the girlfriend I had at the time, she goes, I'm going to get you a pack of cigarettes. And I had one cigarette, and the tremor stopped. Yep, it's and called withdrawal. She's like, yeah, you can't quit smoking times. Who to let you have some kind of nicotine to back you up with? And, and that's and, and at know, that time, you know, and at that time, vaping wasn't a big thing. There wasn't a lot of talk about it, you know. And I, I God, I was, let's say, I was like 20 years old. 
So, I mean, vaping, you know, it was out there, but it wasn't a big thing. They weren't talking about it. They weren't, you know, yeah. advertising it like they are now. You know, I mean, yeah, they had new ways of doing things and blah, blah, blah. You know, I tried the patches. Um, oh, dude. Yeah, I tried I the patches. I had the side effects. You know, I, you know, the one, one side effect that said severe heartburn. You know, I had severe heartburn trying to patch to where I felt like I was going to fucking die. Mm-hmm. See, I had the, I, I, my, with me, it was the psychological side of it. I had the lurid dreaming. And let me tell you, that shit's fucked up. Especially when you've seen some of the shit I've seen. That's really fucked up. Yeah, Lisa tried the, the pill there to oh, try it. And it tells you that, you know, severe nightmares. And she just goes, I had some bad nightmares. I had to stop the pill. Yep. You know, it wasn't birth control. That was to stop smoking. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just to throw that out there because I know how you think. Yep. <laughs> the And here's the thing. It's, you know, it is a legitimate smoking cessation option, harm reduction option, whatever you'd like to call it. And there is millions of people to, to back that up. You know, and the problem here is in the U.S., it's all about the money. And I'm not going to harp on it because God knows I harp on it all the damn time. But master settlement agreement, follow the money. Boom, there you go. States are losing money because they went out and bought bonds based on money they thought they were going to get from the tobacco companies. And now they can't pay those bonds back. And now they're just going to try and get people to go back to smoking so they can increase their money they're making. Absolutely. And it's a sad, it's a really sad fucking world because... Well, welcome to free economy. (laughs) There's nothing free economy about it. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, it's sad because, you know, here's the thing. And you and I discussed this the other day. Actually, this is what my wife and I discussed. New York State governor is such a hypocrite. Oh, my God. He literally is trying to put a ban on the vaping. But Mm -hmm. yet, he's got this CBD shit for fucking, you know, cancer patients and medical stuff and crap like that. And that was supposed to be for vaping only. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now you want to take away vaping? Yeah, it's it. You're you're literally being a hypocrite because I mean, it, New York is a sad joke. It, exactly, it, and you know, it, it's just it's getting really sad. And you know, I talked about this the other day with a few of my other friends, and we were talking about you know this you know this governor and shit like that, and we said we need to get him the fuck out of here. I said, well, here's the problem. I said to get him out of here is you got to have a strong, strong party. Um, that's going to be supported in New York, in New York City, in Long Island, mm-hmm. to get fucking Cuomo out of office. Otherwise, it's never going to fucking happen. Or, or, the law gets changed to where you have a time limit on how long a governor can sit in a seat. You know, I mean, term limits. I, 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 you know, I'm all for term limits. I really am. Um, and we talked about this a couple times. Um, you know, I, I was against it at first. Um, you know, you and I had our debates, Yep. you know, and, uh, you know, and I sat down and thought about it for a long time and, you know, it, there needs to be a term limit for, you know, administration that really does. Yeah. Because, and I've said this before, I will say it again, career politicians are so out of touch with what the rest of us deal with on a day-to-day basis that it's pointless. You, you lose the whole for the people by the people. It becomes for the people by a group that doesn't know what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. It, it, it comes down to the almighty dollar. It really does. Oh, yeah. 
mean, um, well, here's here's if the thing: you can make if you can make money while sitting in that fucking seat and screw a bunch of people over. I mean, you're not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. That's what you say. Right <laughs> That's what you say right now. But if the, it's gonna, uh, if it, okay, let's put it this way: if it's gonna put a hundred thousand dollars right now, if I came up to you and said, "Hey, if you do this, this, and this," but it's gonna fuck this and this company, these companies over. And ruin small businesses, but I'm gonna put a hundred thousand dollars in your pocket a fucking year. Are you gonna do it? No, because I'm a firm believer in small business. Yeah, remember, I work with two small businesses at the moment, and I'm gonna be starting a third. Well, I one. understand. I understand. But let's, say, <laughs> let's say you didn't. Let's say you didn't have any small businesses. Now you're right. Now, if I was a career politician who had no fucking clue what small businesses deal with, yeah, I'd probably say hundred thousand a year. Fuck yeah, let's do this. I'm down with that. You get, what, you get yeah. where I'm going with this, yes. right? Yeah. Now, I'm going to throw out another thing. He's all pushing this uh, high-speed rail, high-speed train bullshit. Here's the thing. High-speed train is yeah, nice. Yeah, I just saw this bullshit, too. Yeah. It, it, don't get me wrong. It's a good idea. It, you know, High-speed rail transport is not a bad thing. I've taken the train. I love taking the train, to be honest with you. It's just it's it's relaxing. It's calming. But it the, takes for damn ever. The problem is in New York State. Okay. Now, this is being done in other countries. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's getting done in other countries, but if you also look, they also don't have the climates we have with well, the winners. Yes and no. Here's the thing. it's It comes down to what they call the last mile. And what the last mile is, is the distance you have to travel from, or either to the train station or from the train station. So from home to the train station and from the train station to your final destination. That's what's called the last mile. And he also recently just vetoed the renting or like the companies that i can't think of the names now but they rent the electric bikes and electric scooters so you get to the train station you grab an electric bike it gets you to your their last mile is covered quicker without excess pollution now i'm no tree hugger by any stretch so i'm just throwing that out there the but shit, am I. but i'm gonna say this give me a car with a fucking v8 engine man and <laughs> Um, Sorry. No, but here's the thing: it's like when you take away that last mile option from people, but you want them to use this, you know, high speed rail transit. Now you're you're shooting yourself in the foot with that. You're not going to make any money with it because people are be like, "Well, I've got to pay all this to do that." Then you know, it just it doesn't make sense. Um, well, here's the other here's the other thing. I mean, look at the statistics. Look right now to see what it costs to take a fucking plane from here to Florida. Look and see what it would cost to take a train from here to Florida. I guarantee if you look right now, the statistics right now, if you take a plane from here to Florida, it's going to be a lot cheaper. Um, hit or miss. Depends on where Depending you're going. Well, it depends on where you're going, yes. But it also depends on the sales and stuff. The sales and stuff like that. The other, it, depends on, it also depends on how far out you get. You, you take it. Right. You know? The, I mean, there's a lot of variables that fall into that. But, you know, let's see. Air travel is still technically the safest way to travel. Just by purely, purely by the well, numbers, it, followed a very right. close second by train travel. Okay, well here's here's the other option. Here's the other problem that I have. Okay, my wife and I want to go to Georgia to go see family. Okay. Yep. Everybody knows that's gonna be a long fucking sixteen hour fucking drive. Yep. I got three kids. Yep. She won't fly. She's claustrophobic. <laughs> my wife used to say that. Now she flies all the damn time. Yeah, <laughs> she's like severely claustrophobic where she. You, even if she's in like a small area with like a bunch of people, she will fucking freak the fuck well, out. I can get her some good shit for the uh, pre-flight. <laughs> I might need a good shit for the pre-flight. Fuck that. But anyways, so she won't fly. Mm-hmm. So it's either A, I have to drive down, and I got to do all the fucking driving. <laughs> 16 hours in a fucking car with fucking three nope. screaming fucking kids. And fucking, Lots of NyQuil. 
<laughs> Juice oh. box full of NyQuil. <laughs> CBD oil. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, so make the 16-year-old happy. Oh, I might have an idea. I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the other option is rail travel because you you can get up and move around while the train's going. That's that's where I was actually going with that because if you look, and most of them have like free Wi-Fi and all that shit now too. So I was actually thinking because like, I was thinking, you know, I'm like, you know what? I don't really want to drive fucking 16 hours. I wonder what it would cost me to take a fucking pl- or train from here down to fucking Georgia. Um. And I haven't looked at it, but well, here's the other thing too: it's is a that thought. there? I mean, honestly, there is a every once in a while I see it fly around Facebook. Is the um, the ultimate train trip from the left coast to the right coast, or west coast to east coast, two hundred and thirteen dollars. It's like a, I think it's like a, um, I want to say it's like a two week trip, but it's set up to to actually stop places and see stuff too. It's not like you know Ooh. straight through. Um, it's $213 and I mean, honestly, I, I won't lie. I've actually thought about just taking a couple weeks, fly out to California, maybe catch up with a few people I know out there for, you know, a day or two, then do this train trip coming back and just enjoy it. You know, I, I think it would be really fucking cool to do. I think it'd be a, a lot of fun. Um, I just have to figure out the timing. <laughs> and if there's Wi-Fi, I can even work while I'm on the train. No, I want to see what's going by. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I, I love the idea of train. I mean, it's something that, you know, even when I was a kid, uh, you know, my, my parents used to take me up to uh, Adirondacks and ride mm-hmm. the Adirondack Railroad. Yep. Um, we're thinking next year. Um, I've never done it. Um, is um, My wife told me I was deprived when I was younger. Well, you know, we know that. Well, you know. <laughs> but, uh, she she wants to take all the kids, uh, you know, to on the uh, Polar Express. Yes. Uh, next year. And We've actually talked about doing that. We don't even have kids to take. <laughs> and it's really cool. Cause, I mean, one of my friends uh, posted a picture on Facebook of it, and I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. You know, they got all like you know the people like, dressed up as like all the other kids that were in the actual movie. Yep. And, you know, so that like they act, you know, they do all the acting and stuff, and you know, and I said, you know, it'd be fun to do with the kids. I said, but it'd also be fun even if you're an adult. Yeah, you know, and they they do fall foliage tours too, and those are I've absolutely. I've seen some of the I pictures mean, from friends that have done that. It's fucking I amazing. I, I think I even seen once where they actually did like some kind of like wine tasting tour, oh. I think, too at one time. Wine on the train. <laughs> I'd be drunk on the way back, but you know, I mean, if you want something fun to go do, and you know, God for sake, you know, fucking winter we can't do much. Yeah. Um, you know, love when springtime springtime comes when summertime's here because you can just get out and do so much fucking more. I mean, unless you're unless you're a snowmobile rider and you know you like going out and riding snowmobiles. Cause yeah, you know. I, I tell you, I do miss that. But the only thing I do miss about Oswego County. The um, <laughs> I, actually, I'm gonna flash back to the fall foliage rides real quick. I will tell you, I miss my motorcycle because years ago, probably about 20 years ago, I went from uh, Potsdam to Utica. And I, got, I took a lot, I think it was 11, I got down to Watertown, Fort Drum area, and took 12 or 12B down to Utica. And I'll tell you, it was fall time, and the foliage from a motorcycle is fucking amazing. Well, I, you know, I'm a truck driver, and I drive up there twice a week. Um, you know, and I get the, I, the last two months now, I've been going up to Alexander Bay. 
um, deliver uh, stuff up that way. I like eBay. It's a lot of fun. Me too. Me too. Um, and the first time I went there, it was actually fall. So, I mean, the colors were just, you know, just at the peak. Um, so it was really beautiful. I mm -hmm. actually took a picture. I literally, because we're right where my delivery is, is actually right there at the hospital. Yep. In Alexander Bay. Well, yep. Anybody knows, if anyone knows Alexander Bay. I do. Um, knows the hospital's right on the fucking river, and you can look right out and actually see fucking yep. uh, Boat Castle. Yep. And so there's the uh, one park that's right there next to the hospital that's, um, uh, they have that big, huge overlook. Yep. You know, the playground, and it's their swimming area and shit. Um, so I went over to the overlook, and uh, I called my wife, and she goes, where are you right now? I said, I'm in Alexander Bay. I said, I'm looking right now at Bull Castle. Nice. She goes, she goes, really? I said, yeah. I said, and it is beautiful this time of year. I mm -hmm. said, so I literally snapped a picture. Actually, I think I put it on my Facebook, actually. I literally snapped a picture of it just so everybody could see, you know, the actual, you know, what it looks like, you know, with the color, you know, the leaves changing a little bit. Yep. And stuff like that. And now I, I, I'm actually, on my Facebook, I'm actually part of a group that's uh, the St. Lawrence River yep. uh, group. And people are always taking pictures of the river, boats passing through, yep. and you know. Well, we we and uh, well, we can swing it in the summertime. We love to take a weekend and go up to Kring Point State Park and camp for the weekend. And I'll tell you, there's nothing like getting up first thing on a Saturday morning because my ass wakes up the fucking ass crack at dawn for some reason. And, and sitting out there, I do the same thing when I'm camping. Sitting out there drinking coffee, watching the big ass ships go by on the St. Lawrence is fucking cool. Oh there, there's just no two ways about that. It. It's just fucking cool. I think, I think everybody does because even when I go camping, like you know, it's like what whatever time the sun fucking starts rising, and it's like, oh, I'm up, I'm yep. up, I'm up. Uh, 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 look at him like it's only fucking five in the fucking morning. What the fuck? <laughs> Bob. But yeah, I mean, I'm and I've been, you know, my best time I do with my thinking, and everybody knows this, is literally when I'm driving. Um, you know, I'm by myself, you know, on my truck. Not paying attention know. to the road. Uh, I don't want to pay attention to the road. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, I think I hit a deer. <laughs> no, it's not a deer. Sorry, that was Rudolph. <laughs> but. <laughs> I can't. I can't even. But, so I do my best thinking. And I've been sitting there and I've been thinking. And I'm like, and I hope she doesn't listen to this fucking podcast, actually. She hasn't listened to any of the podcast. Thank God. <laughs> I've actually been thinking, like, what am I going to do for her this year for fucking her birthday? My wife. And I've been thinking, and I'm like, you know what? I think for her birthday, and I meant to do this a couple years ago. Uh, we went camping, actually, and it was supposed to be just her and I. But it ended up being her, I, and the kids. Um, this year, it's just going to be her and I, because I'm actually thinking about getting a hotel room up in Alexander Bay. And for her birthday and just going up there to go to Bull Castle and you know just just to kind of have some kind of fun just her and I for her birthday yep and uh I haven't told her yet and she's like oh you know she's like you know and then I, I had an idea because I you know we live in a small village and there's not a lot to do in this village <clears throat> and I talked to you about this and about doing a Memorial Day celebration here in the village yep and she comes back to me and she goes well I was planning a camping trip for our Memorial Day weekend. I was like, no, you weren't. You were just saying that. <laughs> she was like, no, I really was thinking about going camping. You know, the whole tent thing and blah, blah, blah. This, all this, all this, all this other stuff. I'm like, wait a minute here. You don't like camping like that. I mean, I do, but, you know, but I, I don't know. 
if she plans it, she plans it. She don't, she don't. But I mean, I myself, I'm planning something spectacular for her birthday that I think she'll just love and remember. And you know, exactly. That's my thought. So if you get a chance, I, I'm going to tell you right now. If you ever get a chance, and if you're a listener in California, Florida, and you haven't been to New York, and if you're going to come to New York, you want to come to New York, and you don't know. If you want to come in New York, yeah, if you want to come in New York. If you want to come to New York, not come in New York. Um, you want to actually go to a place and actually, you know, sit back, relax, have a great time. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you right now, the best place to go is Alexander Bay. Yep. Um, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You know, you could sit back, you know, even if you get a hotel that has like a balcony on it, you can sit back, look yep. at the river, watch boats go by. You know, it, it, it's a beautiful and peaceful time. And I actually looked at buying a hotel in Clayton at one point. Really? Yes. Um... A few years back. How much was that going to say back? Uh, they were only asking about 300000 It was a haunted hotel, and which I would have had a blast with. You met my fucking Halloween parties would have been off the fucking hook. Because I would have invited everybody I know. I would have been closed for the weekend. It's, you know, Jim's Halloween party. I'm inviting everybody I know. Just come on up, and we're just going to have a lot of food and fun and drinks and hauntings. <laughs> I would definitely been there. <laughs> I'm all about hauntings. That's well, something I would have been doing. But, okay, I think we're, you know, we're like an hour, almost an hour and a quarter now, so I think we're going to wrap this one up before we bore everybody to tears. <laughs> so, tears, I'm going to cry now. Shout outs to Deathwish Coffee, Love our non sponsor. Audible, our non sponsor. <laughs> I'm actually going to look into that one, though, this week. Um, Please do. Shout out to Broke Dick for having awesome vape juice. Look out to them, too. Shout out to John Hartness, being an awesome author who actually interacts with his fans. And, um, yeah, if you want to catch up with us, remember Facebook.com slash Tony Stewart. Yeah, shout out to Tony Stewart. You're right. Um, Fuck you to Governor Cuomo. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But, yeah, Facebook, uh, BJ and Coffee. Twitter, coffee underscore BJ. Email BJandCoffee at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, just have some fun with it. Share us around. We are available on Stitcher now, by the way. You have to do a search for it, I guess. But we're available on Stitcher. Uh, which is kind of cool. It just expands our audience. Group. I am actually trying to post more stuff on our uh, actually Facebook page. Um, so if uh, you don't follow our Facebook page, go ahead and follow it. And uh, also, I'm going to tell everyone right now, go ask your friends to please listen to us. Yes. Um, and on top of that, uh, we remember next week we're going to start dropping on Mondays instead of Sundays. Which actually will be, I believe, the new year. Yes. So, so yeah, this is... Possibly the last episode of the year. We're not making any promises, but we'll see what we can... Actually, no, technically it is the last episode of the year, because if we do a, a New Year's episode and it drops on New Year's Day, that's next year. Exactly. So, cheers to an awesome year for the first year of BJ and Coffee. I mean, it isn't a full year, but hey, we still had a lot of fun. I am actually, real fast, uh, one thing I'm actually going to be looking into is I just see that Stella's just opened up a new restaurant just up the street. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I am going to talk to them about possibly trying to get in there to do a special episode sometime in the next couple months. I like that. We have to find somebody to be on it. I'll work on that, too. Okay, so will I. Um, but anyway, thank you all for listening. We always appreciate it. Um, the... Let's just make sure I got everything. Yeah, I got everything. I covered everything. I'm going to have to start making a checklist or some shit. <laughs> You're uh, supposed to get a whiteboard for over there, but you haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Um, 
Anyway, thank you all for listening. Hope you have an awesome week. Happy New Year. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas. And uh, don't forget, you have the potential to do awesome things. Sometimes you just got to make some changes in your life, which is not the easiest thing to do. But you take a good long look, you make those changes, get out of your own way, and you can do amazing shit because you know why? We believe in you. I know a few people need to make some changes. Oh, yeah. That's a given. But I'm not going to mention their names. <laughs> anyway, y'all have a great week. We will catch you next yes, week. Yes, Happy New Year Actually, and uh, have we'll fun. Catch, we'll catch you next year. Catch you next year. <laughs> Later. With episode number one. No, no. No. Well, season two. Season two, sorry. There you go. Season two, episode one. There we go. <laughs> have a good one.